And at 8 minutes after 10 o'clock on KMHL, a Tuesday morning during the educational year, that means Southwest Minnesota State University is back with our campus update program. And, of course, for many, many years, Jim Tate was at the helm of this show. And with his retirement, uh, we hand the reins over to some familiar voices that have been a part of uh, many different broadcast uh, interviews and uh, different things that we've done over the years at Southwest. And Bill Molso is with us. Bill, how you doing? Great, Heath. It's fun to be here. Yeah, thanks for uh, joining us here today. As uh, It sounds like you're going to be hosting the show more often than not during the course of the year. We're excited for that. Give us a little bit of an idea of what the, you know, Jim Tate moving on and uh, what restructuring looks like for you guys in your department. Yeah, well, it's been a busy summer for us, obviously, with Jim leaving. You know, he uh, served us well, and we miss him on a daily basis, but uh, we've got, begun the process of kind of backfilling and uh, excited to announce that Marcy Olson has uh, uh, taken on the role as Senior Director of Communications and Marketing, and so you'll hear Marcy from time to time here on the show when I can't be here, so uh, appreciate everything that she's done, and of course, she brings uh, a lot of experience with SMSU and uh, it's been fun to kind of see her take on a new leadership role. So she's taken kind of Jim's spot, and then we're it's still in the process of kind of backfilling then behind her. So, sure. Uh, some new changes. Um, we actually have a new location as well on campus. So okay. our communications and marketing team has moved, uh, kind of taken over the basement, if you will, of uh, Founders Hall. So we've got a nice new space down there that uh, we've taken over. So we let Jim move, but then we... Made him retire right away. So we got a couch down there. We said he could come back and visit us anytime. Yeah, that sounds about right. Take a nap down there. Have a nice time. But uh, glad that uh, we've got the opportunity to continue this program because we see it as a great opportunity to partner with the university and uh, telling the story of Southwest and making sure people know what's going on. Because uh, we were just talking about it before we went on the air. Just to have the activity and the hustle and the bustle of uh, the campus community back in town is great. Yeah, it's a completely different campus when... Uh, we've got we've got students running around. Right. Students and faculty make a huge difference. So, you know, we've seen the changes over the years with a lot of our summer classes being online. And so summers are really quiet on campus. You've got activity with camps and some of the different youth activities, but you don't have cl- classes going on sure. in, in many cases. So it's just fun to see everybody back and see the parking lots start to fill up and and have a constant flow of students coming and going. Yeah, well, we're looking forward to another great year of this program and, again, telling the story of Southwest. And, uh, you know, the Southwest isn't Southwest without the students who are on campus, and we're excited to talk a little bit about that with our special guest today. Yeah, we're excited to welcome in uh, Jeremy Reed. Now, i gotta, I got to start with this, though. Okay. With Jim retiring, uh-huh. there was always this Iowa love fest. Yep. There's not going to be any more of that. Oh, good. So just letting you know right now, Jeremy, <laughs> no Iowa talk, okay? <laughs> I got it. I understand the parameters now. <laughs> I'll do my best. So, yeah, we're excited to welcome a, a new person on campus. Jeremy Reed's yeah. our Executive Director of Enrollment Management, and uh, I thought it was a great time to, to to welcome Jeremy in right away, being new. And, of course, we're going to talk enrollment, and that's what everybody wants to know in the fall. Yeah, everybody asks that question quite often at this time of the year. But uh, first off, Jeremy, welcome to, welcome to Southwest and the Marshall. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and your road here. Yeah, thanks. Happy, happy to be here. I've uh, been on campus since July 11th, so okay. very new and moved to Marshall uh, two days prior than that. So <laughs> um, love to love to be here. And um, Marshall's a phenomenal town already. I, I grew up in Northeast Iowa in farm country myself. So I'm a first proud first generation college graduate like many of our students are. And so Marshall's actually a, a big hustling 
city compared to what I'm used to. <laughs> there, there are traffic lights and uh, fast food restaurants and things. So sure. um, really f- have enjoyed the transition. Folks have been super, super uh, friendly and accommodating. So happy, happy to be uh, part of the Mustang family as well. For yeah, sure. that's great. Tell us a little bit about your background and kind of what's led you to the point you're in. Yeah, yeah. For For me, like many of our students, college was a transformative experience for me. You know, I didn't necessarily always know I'd be able to go away to college. My, my folks didn't go to college. And, and, uh, so I, I found this career of working as a college administrator. So I've, I've worked, uh, primarily in the Midwest, uh, uh, college administrator, recruiting students also on the, the current student side of things, career services, housing. Um, and I've just found that it, it fits my interest to engage young people and, and to, to really advocate for, the value of higher education, in particular, to be a place like SMSU, where uh, those students really those those hardworking students that that uh, for whom SMSU is going to be a completely transformative experience. It's uh, it's a great match for me. You know, I've worked at large state institutions and I've worked at small private schools, and this is the the sweet spot and and where I want to be. Okay, very good. Uh, so the the role executive director of enrollment management at Southwest is that something new or has that existed in the past? It's something we've had uh, for a number of years. A model we've had, and uh, I'll let Jeremy talk more about what enrollment management is. But it's really uh, you know from my perspective, it's the big picture. It's not just recruiting that next class of students. Sure. It's really looking at the big picture. So I'll let Jeremy tell you a little bit more about. You know, what enrollment an- management is and what some of the areas are that he has leadership over. Yeah, I think you really hit the nail on the head there, Bill. It's it's uh, looking at tactics and strategies, um, looking at goals that an institution has is relative to enrollment and how many students you have and what's the, the right size of your student body, where do they come from. Um, it encompasses uh, functions like marketing that you're obviously uh, leading the charge on and recruitment, admissions, uh, and it's also working with current students, making sure that, that they're um, set up for student success, their outcomes, graduation. So it's, it's, uh, I consider my, my role to be uh, somebody who drives collaboration and, and making sure that we're all rowing in the same direction to, to recruit and, and promote st- student success on campus, for sure. Yeah, and, and, uh, so financial aid is a piece of this too because uh, without that, in today's day and age, uh, going to college is tough. Uh, but a lot of students here at Southwest, we I've talked in the past about the aid package, be it through financial aid, federally, state, you know, scholarships, all that stuff. Uh, the financial aid piece is a big part of making sure people are able to come to Southwest, isn't it? It is. It's 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 a huge investment, and that's the word that that I really try to use. I use the word investment and value. And, and return on your investment. So it's uh, it's uh, not expensive to go to college anywhere. Um, but one of the other reasons why I'm here at SMSU is we, um, through the the help of our uh, donors and alumni, and um, you know through the the state the aid that we get from the state, and we were able to keep our price point low compared to to many institutions. And and so what I really try to to emphasize with families is. Uh, you know, it's an investment. We borrow money for a home. We borrow money for a car. Um, we also, you know, should feel comfortable borrowing money to invest in ourselves in an education, something that, that no one can ever take away from you. So, but you're right. There's a, there's a significant amount of scholarships available, um, institutional scholarships, as well as state aid, federal aid. Um, definitely, uh, we, we never want uh, cost to be 
a barrier that prohibits someone from from looking at an SMSU education. Sure. Okay. Yeah, very good. Uh, and, you know, the campus community, you just have to step foot on campus uh, for just a short period of time to realize the diversity that exists here on campus and, uh, you know, be it uh, through the international programs mm-hmm. or, you know, outreach to other parts of the world that aren't right here in Southwest Minnesota. There are big pieces of that as well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, folks from, from different backgrounds are able to go to college now uh, that, that haven't in the past. There's an increased awareness about that. Um, demographics are changing. You know, all of us that, that grew up in more rural communities and areas, we see that with a, we've seen that for, for several decades, right? The consolidation of school districts and class sizes getting smaller and smaller. And, and that means that there are uh, groups of students who uh, are na- now able to go to college and haven't in the past. And we're actively uh, reaching out to those, those groups of students and making them aware of the value of higher education and making sure that they have the support structures in, in place as well. And, and, um, as we advocate for them and encouraging them to, to go to college. So yeah, it's, and not only is it beneficial for them as students themselves, but it benefits all of us, you know, to have, um, increased, uh, diversity of students from different backgrounds, cultures, life perspectives. Um, we, we look at diversity and, and, from lots of different perspectives and uh, that um, even a student like me from, from small town, rural Iowa, um, I, I had some of my most powerful experiences um, interacting with people that could broaden my horizons and, and give me a different perspective. And that's what our students bring to the table. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think one thing that's been fun to see, we had a international student welcome uh, reception mm-hmm. the other night and, just to see the the, the, the the I can't say I can't say kids yes. to see the students come from all <laughs> over the world. I mean, Nigeria, Ethiopia, mm-hmm. Taiwan. Uh, we've got a number from Latin American countries. It's just really cool to see where yes. these students come from and their excitement to come to Marshall, Minnesota, and, and be a mm-hmm. part of an SMSU experience. Uh, they're, they're just enriching themselves, and they're going to enrich the experiences of other students. So it's fun to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you know, you think of. You mentioned Taiwan. It makes me think of, you know, some of the pipelines that Southwest has built over the course of years to places like there. I know in the past, Nepal was a place where a lot of students came from. It's a big, big world out there. What kind of things does uh, enrollment management have to do to try to, you know, make those inroads to different places to bring those students to Southwest? Yeah, it's challenging, you know, to, to, to find where the, the little pockets and buckets of students are across the world and, and you know, the the, the challenging aspect, but also the, the good aspect now is that all of us have uh, more information at our fingertips than we have in the past. And so uh, students from all over the world are more actively recruited by more institutions than ever. And, and so uh, for us, it's, it's um, relying on folks in country that, that maybe have graduated from SMSU. Um, there are um, third-party providers out there, agents that we can work with that, that pass students along to us. But, but I think you, you use the right word. The pipeline is is what we rely on. That reputation. It's it's not a hard sell. We we don't have to to push a hard sell in that regard. Uh, the institution, in many ways, is able to sell itself through those alumni. So, but the other uh, tactic we use is working with uh, influencers. You know, they're they're their mentors, uh, whether they're domestic or international students. The the power of the influencer. Uh, current students that, that are here are powerful recruiters for us and as are their fellow high school students. And even believe it or not, and parents may not agree with this, but parents are still a primary <laughs> influencer in, in their their young person's uh, college decision. Um, the students themselves may not reluctantly, it, they may reluctantly admit that. But 
Yeah. That's interesting to see, uh, you know, you mentioned alumni, the work that you then have to do with the alumni association. I mean, you really have your hands in all the different pieces of the university to accomplish that main goal of bringing students to campus. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, I was used that word earlier intentionally, um, collaboration. So, um, even though, you know, I have a background in enrollment and I've worked at a lot of different places and have some insight into uh, what drives a college student or a high school student to, to pick a college, uh, obviously I can't, can't do it alone. I've, I've got to rely on folks from all different aspects of the institution, all different offices and, and uh, community members play a huge role in that as well. Uh, the, but the, the alumni uh, folks that can that really have lived that experience and, and can talk about outcomes. They're our most uh, powerful recruiters, if you will. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about the students. What, is, what does a student look like today as opposed to, you know, the last number of years you've been at a few different institutions. Um, what is the student makeup? How has that changed in recent years? Yeah, I think it's changed in, in, really important, uh, positive ways. Uh, my, I graduated from college back in 1998 and, and have been working on college campuses since then. And right around that time in the late nineties, you know, all of us remember, um, uh, technology really taking off at that point, And all of us were learning how to use email back then. <laughs> and so, um, so students, college students have become increasingly uh, sophisticated young people in general, but that's a huge change that I've seen is, is, um, college students having access, high school students having access to information at their fingertips that that uh, we certainly didn't have uh, when we went to, to school. So um, that's a big change. Um, also in a positive way, once students do go to college, um, students that um, are facing stresses and challenges that, that we didn't have to at, at the time, um, cost of, of college, we, we mentioned that earlier, has continues to go up. And so the, the stress of paying for college, uh, while we have lots of, of resources and, and, and options for them to, to make it a, a great value, um, paying for college is, is even more of a challenge than it, than it was um, 20, 25 years ago. Um, another great aspect is folks that didn't have an opportunity to go to college, um, maybe folks that had, um, had a disability or, or folks that have maybe struggled with mental health challenges um, have access to college now and that stigma around that in our society. Fortunately, we still have some, has, has improved. We still have some way, ways to go. But so um, we're seeing college students that are coming to campus with with more challenges interpersonally. And then there's more transparency about that. That's a that's a big. So those are some of the, I think, key differences that I've seen over the last um, 25 years or so in college students. Okay. And then, so then in, in part, then also, how does that change what you have to do for recruiting those students? Because uh, yeah. again, technology, you mentioned that, that's got to been a big change in recruiting, hasn't it? It has. Yeah. So there's, there's more pockets of students to choose from, but uh, as I mentioned earlier, they're uh, inundated with information and as, as we all are. So uh, there's a lot of uh, white noise out there that, that students have to, to filter through that's uh, one of our biggest challenges in, in recruiting and promoting SMSU is, uh, is making sure that they hear our story. And, you know, there's powerful stories of transformation. And so um, making sure that uh, especially, you know, there's research that, that today's uh, young person consumes and, and really has for, for, for a couple decades, consumes information and, you know, snapshot and little snapshots and sound bits. And so um, and all of us really, our attention span has probably shortened um, 
for better, for worse. And so uh, making sure that, that we work closely with uh, folks like Bill and marketing to, to make sure that we're um, using technology and, and meeting students where they're at. And also I mentioned the word influencers earlier, you know, we've got to use our, our current students and we're, we're fortunate to have talented current students that are um, excited to advocate, talk about uh, their experience. So the, the influencer concept, I think we, we use um, as much as we can with technology. You know, you've recently gone through the college search process right. with your son and we, we, we have this struggle. It's like, well, who are we trying to reach? Are we really trying to reach the student? Are we trying to reach that most important influencer? And that's the parents, sure. you know, we know I, both my kids, they didn't open their mail. So why are we sending something to them? Well, cause guess what? Who, who did open it? Uh-huh. Their parents open it and got that information and are able to, mm-hmm. you know, hint that maybe they should take a look at this and that kind of stuff. So it's, it's changing the way you have to get in front of them. And you've seen it obviously in your industry too. It's not, uh, it's not just radio. Well, it's a very important part, but They've constantly got those phones and there's a way to get to those students and get messages out. So that's our constant challenge is trying to find the right way to connect with those students. Yeah, it is ever changing. That's for sure. And uh, that that evolution has to be consistent with you, too. I mean, you have to be probably on the lookout for what's the next big TikTok or Snapchat or those types of things, because that's what people are going to be on or that's what those students are going to be on for sure. Yeah, you're exactly right. And that's where we, we, I'll keep bragging about our students at SMSU, but we lean heavily on our, our current students. You know, we've got folks that, that give tours of campus and that, that do outreach, that, that uh, do outreach for us. And we, students, high school students are savvy. They know when they're being sold to. And, and I, I think all of us as consumers have become hyper aware of that. And so the, the good news is, you know, we talk about recruiting, we talk about marketing, but um, the folks on my team in admissions, they're admissions counselors. And that word counselor, I think, is a, is a deliberate word we use. It's, like I said, people know when they're being sold to. So we've got a, we've got a great product here and, and uh, we don't have to work super hard to sell it. We just have to tell our story. And, and our current students are our best folks to tell that story. Okay. Well, of course, we're just starting a new year here, and uh, we're putting students in the classrooms. Uh, talk a little bit about what enrollment looks like this year as opposed to others, and maybe across the you know Minnesota state system, how Southwest compares. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, it's competitive out there um, between uh, shifting demographics and, and different pools of students going away. Um, I think I remember seeing a statistic that uh, two falls ago, um, 60% of college and universities met their enrollment goals. So um, it's it's competitive out there. Um, when we look at our headcount as an institution, and, and Bill's been doing this a lot longer than I have, so I can let him jump in as well too. But if we look at our headcount, you know, we're we're consistent and steady, um, whereas a lot of um, our sister institutions in state and and really even in, in the Midwest and across the country are really struggling. So um, we're, we're holding our ground and, and um, doing well in terms of our headcount. And we, there are certainly areas that we want to, uh, we want to see more students on campus in our residence halls as um, that's the kind of the unicorn type of student that the most institutions are going after is that student that's going to live on campus and contribute to the vitality of not only campus walking around campus, but also 
in our case, the Marshall community as well, too. So we, we want more of our on-campus uh, first year and transfer students for sure. But Bill, you may have more to add. Yeah, I that. think, you know, everybody, the big question is enrollment. What does it look like? And I think you hit it. You know, we're we're holding our own right now with where we've been the last couple of years. And fortunate, we've been fortunate the last two years to yes. be uh, one of the only institutions that's sh- shown an increase. And so we're trying to at least hold that. Um, it's, it's a tough environment out there. We talk about the different types of students. We're seeing a lot of students online and you're seeing that hybrid. And um, so it's, it's a good thing to see uh, students coming to you in other ways. But as you, I like your term, that unicorn student is the one we want uh, that they're on campus. They're in the residence halls. They're taking part in all our activities. So that's really where we are maintaining a lot of our focus. Yeah. Uh, and enrollment uh, from four year institutions, like you said, uh, trends down a little bit because a lot of folks figured out that a maybe they you know didn't want to go to a four year school. They've decided a two year school is uh, you know something that they can do. Uh, the online options are so vast that you can go anywhere. Basically, what kind of things do you do to try to combat a couple of those things? And are there other things that you know contributing to uh, what you're seeing enrollment wise? Yeah, I mean we um, we really talk about and, and reference all the research that talks about that. I used that word earlier, transformative experience. You know, we want the student that um, can come away and, and learn what it what it means to be on their own and, and learn and develop and grow as a young person. There's a lot to be said for, for living in a residence hall and learning how to get along with a roommate that, that might be from a different background and have a different perspective than you and learning time management. Um, the other um, great aspect of living on campus and, and really why we encourage it is that opportunity to get involved in co-curricular activities. You know, so many of our students being athletes, for example, um, the clubs and organizations that students can join. You know, I've, I've worked in career services, helping college students get jobs and um, employers hands down reference those soft skills and those people skills and time management. Sure. You have to know a little bit about the, the line of work you're in, but, but, uh, um, Hiring people who um, have learned how to balance their time and 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 work with people from diverse backgrounds and uh, and and you're more likely to get that. You can get aspects of that online, but you're more likely to to get that. Plus, you you want to look back and have those memories of of living that that college experience and making friends that last last a lifetime. So um, that's really the a lot of what we focus on in in talking about the difference between living on campus versus. Online is a great option. We certainly hope students um, look at our online programs. And for many students, it's not an all or nothing scenario. Maybe you come for a year or two and your life circumstances change and you're you're no longer able to be on campus or in Marshall and they can continue that education um, online remotely. I think that's something that's been really key through this all this whole COVID uh, experience is that our growth in online, we need to meet students where they're at. And yes. so while we really want students to come to campus, have that full experience, we know there's that online market and we're going to continue to push to try and you know find our niche in that as well. So you'll continue to see our online numbers grow because that's also an emphasis for us. So You know, and Southwest was kind of a little bit ahead of the game in that regard when, in, when the pandemic did hit because there was some of that transition already trying to meet where students were at and uh, you know you had the opportunity to really jump full guns into that uh, with the pandemic yeah uh, you know dr jayasaria came on that fall and he you know said "I, i would like to see us increase our online offering there's opportunity there so all that work had started and then 
COVID hit and guess what? We got a boost and we were, as you said, Heath, just a little bit ahead of the game on others. And it, we proved how quickly we could do it and do it well. Yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. Okay, so those students that are here on campus now are out and about and in the community. Uh, talk a little bit about the ways that the community of Marshall and you know surrounding communities can welcome those students and what they need from the community that they're living in. No, I'm glad you brought that up. And I, I keep referencing that word collaboration. And it's not only on campus how we collaborate uh, within departments, but that that community collaboration is key. And there's there's really nothing like a college or university town. And, you know, Marshall really represents that. And um, some of the, the really key important ways that, that Marshall folks can support SMSU and our students in particular, you know, come to our events on campus. You know, um, our young people work hard on the court, on the field, on the mat, and um, year after year athletically. Um, so uh, coming and, and supporting uh whether you're a formal member of the Mustang Booster Club or not, uh, coming and, and uh, supporting our student athletes, uh, supporting our students that are putting on the play productions and in the fine arts and, and hosting events on campus. Uh, community members, we, we welcome them to come to campus. And that's a huge, probably the most important way that, that Marshall residents can, can show their support for current students. Um, of course, Students also, you know, we talked about how big of an investment it is. So um, our business communities in town, if they can offer discounts and things for our, our students, uh, uh, college students are never going to turn a, um, they're never going to turn down discounts and things like that. So um, that'd be, that'd be super helpful. And then our, our organizations in town, our churches, uh, community organizations, well, I know they do a great job of, of opening their arms up to, to current students to be that, that home away from home for them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, So fall is here and, you know, we've got a group of students on campus, but there are students that are going to be starting that search for a, you know, a university home at some point here this fall and throughout the year. Uh, Talk a little bit about what they should be doing from your perspective and uh, what's what you found helpful to prospective students. Yeah, that's a great question. And and, uh, I I know high school students are are overwhelmed. Uh, what we encourage, uh, it's never too early to start as a high school student thinking about your college search, um, and and not just for your schools. You know, we, we have to uh, make sure we emphasize the value of a two year degree and 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 our our colleagues in um, at uh, two year institutions. Uh, not everybody college isn't isn't for everybody at, at every every given any given point in their career so um, so I would encourage students to to first uh, use the resources at their high school so go to their school counselor uh, reach out to their school counselor sit down and have an appointment with them um, attend the workshops on how to write a college essay and how to pay for college and um, go to meet with uh, colleges and universities when they when they come and visit the high school um, take time out of a study hall or get an excuse to miss that math test and, and go and talk with a, a college rep um, attend college fairs that are in the community I think that's huge um, and then also you know of course we want students to look closely at SMSU but lean on your your institution that's in your backyard as a as a place to you know, I'd love for for community members students to come and just check us out as a to experience what it's like to visit a school, you know, set us up as a comparison, if nothing else, um, and learn what it's like to visit an uh, institution and take a tour and, and ask questions. You know, you're, you're not out any gas money if you live in the area to, to come and, and uh, bounce ideas off of us. Like I said, we're admissions counselors and that, that 
that piece is different. But the last thing I'd say about that is visit college campuses. You got to find your fit. That's what's most important. It's kind of like buying a car. You got to test drive it. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. And, and once you come on the campus, I mean, a lot of times you'll just have that feeling of, exactly. you know, this is the place. I like this place. This fits what I want. It fits what I feel. And uh, it's a good thing to get on campuses and visit, uh, you know, a number of them. I, uh, our oldest son, he was coming to Southwest. There was no two ways about it. He didn't want to go anywhere else. He was happy with that. But more often than not, uh, you know, they want to see what's out there and want to know what's in the world. And uh, you, as parents, want to make sure that they have those opportunities in those years uh, as they wrap up high school. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's never too early. I know we did some as a junior with one of my kids, and he said, we're going to go. You need to look. Even though you grew up at Southwest and you think you know everything, it's a different campus yeah. once you get behind the doors. So, you know, made our students take, and made my kids take a look. Just get out there so you've got something to compare to. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I like what you said, you know, we're, we're a local choice. Let's, let's start here and— um, and maybe it's not the best place for you, but at least you've got something to compare to. So we welcome people to come to campus. Yeah, you've been. Well, Jeremy, it's good to have you here. Uh, give us your first impressions of uh, your time at Southwest here. Yeah, I've really liked it. It's, uh, you know, I was able to, to come and interview and talk to lots of folks. So I feel like I had a pretty good sense of the place doing my research and, you know, having some options. And like I said, it's that sweet spot for me where it's um, it's got the resources of the um, participating in the state system, but but having the the smaller, definitely the smaller personal feel, um, and so it's been a great transition. Folks have been folks have been uh, excited to to work with me and been very receptive to to ideas. And and we've we've got folks like Bill that have been here for a long time and and have a lot of institutional knowledge and um, things that have worked. We stick with them, but but folks have also been very open to to trying new things out and and. Um, and uh, some new ideas too. Yeah, that's what makes Southwest great. So we're glad to have you here. Thanks for coming to the show today. And if folks uh, do have questions or more need more information from you or your department, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Yeah, um, Bill, number one, the, the, the website is yeah, smsu.edu. I was going to say, uh, I don't even your, have our number memorized. That's yet. your number so one, new. number one spot. Had me uh, panic there. I don't have our <laughs> our number memorized, but yeah, just just go to our website. Now you're going to make me think. <laughs> Well, we appreciate you coming over. Good to meet you, and uh, welcome to the SMSU community, and we'll look forward to seeing you again. Sounds great. Thank you much. Hey, Ben. With that, uh, Bill, we'll turn it over to you with the campus calendar for the week. Yeah, well, we're like we said, we're excited. Classes started yesterday, and so we've got a lot of activities starting to take shape on campus. A big one today, we talked about you know opportunities for students. So coming up here starting at 11 o'clock for students really is our part-time job and volunteer fair. Yeah. Uh, great opportunity for our students to come on out, see what those opportunities are in the in the community. We know there are a lot of job opportunities out there, both full and part-time. So um, we're encouraging our students to come out for that. Uh, a lot of our activities right now are really focused for students as mm-hmm. we get ramped up, but we've got a lot of things that we want to get students immersed in campus and, you know, have them have that great experience. We want them to stick around and, and, and get engaged and, and feel involved. So Thursday night, uh, there's a fire pit with s'mores in the central courtyard. Uh, Saturday, they've got a ping-pong tournament in the uh, Mustang Zone. I don't know if, Jeremy, you're going to be over there for that or not. I don't know what your ping-pong skills are, but They're I know President Jaisari uh, <laughs> is pretty good. So. Okay. And then Sunday, we've got uh, a number of activities, a uh, make-and-take painting activity in the student center. So I uh, encourage students to hang, find some of these fun activities on the weekend. 
Kind of looking ahead, our athletic teams now start to get ramped up. Unfortunately, most of them start out on the road the next couple of weeks. Uh, our first uh, home activity, tennis, will be home on uh, Sunday, September 4th. So we've got about another week before that wraps up. Okay. And then just for people looking ahead, that big weekend is uh, Ag Bowl. will yeah. be our first weekend, and it's also our family weekend, believe it or not, already, <laughs> uh, when, when we invite families to come back and see how they're students are doing soccer uh, and volleyball open up on september 9th football the big ag bowl game is on september 10th and then as i mentioned family weekend so uh we're kind of easing into it here and lots of things starting to take shape on campus yeah we're excited for it of course we'll have coverage of those mustang uh, football matchups on carl 105 and we'll provide the audio to the video stream one those are home games too so be sure to check that out and marshallradio.net and smsumustangs.com for all of the uh, athletic information you need right there. And, again, I know you mentioned the Booster Club. Uh, that's uh, getting going here. I've had some events already this uh, fall, and uh, we really encourage folks to join that Booster Club. It's really a great piece of the SMSU community. Yeah, you know, Jeremy mentioned an event last night. The Booster Club had a kickoff uh, event, and and our new athletic director, uh, Jen Flowers, we'll get her on here at some point. Yeah. Uh, but she, she said, the number one thing you can do is come on out and support our students. That's what we're looking for. She had a panel last night of, I think, four student athletes, and they were awesome. Just talking about their experiences at SMSU and here in the Marshall community. And really, that's what it's all about, supporting them and uh, making them feel at home and you know what? They're going to put their best effort on the field and uh, give us some great entertainment and give us something to, to to get excited about. Yeah, for sure. Well, Bill, we appreciate you coming by today for the show, and we'll look forward to a fun year ahead. Thanks, Heath. Yeah, you bet. That's Bill Molsa with us. He's uh, with us throughout the year with the show. He's uh, communication and marketing and vice president for government relations. And uh, thanks again to our special guest uh, here today for the first time joining us, uh, new on campus, Jeremy Reed as uh, he is our first guest of the year. How about that? Executive Director for Enrollment Management and SMSU. If you need more, you can go to smsu.edu or you can visit SMSU Mustangs for all that athletic information as well. It's our campus update program heard each Tuesday during the educational year from Southwest Minnesota State University on KMHL in Marshall.